War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 135. Today is August 4th, 94 degrees outside, and it's a little bit after 5. Football team is still practicing right now. I'm sure we'll hear a few things from Gus in a little bit. Probably nothing too earth shattering today, just like, or which is the opposite of what happened yesterday. Earth shattering for a second until you get your wits and think about things and realize it's football. But um, first, I wanted to say happy birthday to Bloggle Spots. This was the first, uh, well, there was the first Bloggle Spot one year ago today, which I think was Auburn's first practice back then. Uh, back in the day of 2015. Uh, so this is what, 135? That's less than half throughout the year. Uh, but as I've said many times before, what are you going to talk about in April? Um, anyway, so, you know, nothing's major has changed. We know Javon's gone. There's been speculation of what it was. Um, basically, he ran out of strikes. He got in trouble too many times or didn't live up to the standard too many times uh, and Gus is getting it out of the way and not letting it be a distraction kind of like Duke was the first few games last year um, which ended up being a problem because they had to cope with not having the player that kind of was there even though he wasn't out there wasn't that great honestly in the, um, the games he was in last year uh, but of course it's now turned into Auburn's got a problem this is a pattern with Gus um, this is a recruiting issue. No, it's not. They gave him a second chance because he, number one, not like a second chance of bad attitude. Remember, he was committed here with Chiswick, came here, and there was, then there was some kind of weird thing going on at his high school, and he basically wasn't couldn't qualify or something was weird, or maybe they just, to be safe, they said, hey, don't come here. Go get your grades right and try again. Which is what they did. What he did. He went away to Georgia Military Institute, came here last year, got in trouble immediately, apparently, because he didn't play most of the first half of the season. Uh, was yelling at Gus to let him play. He finally had to play later in the season. I don't know if that's because he got out of the doghouse or just because we needed a better back. Because uh, he was the better back of what we had, I think. Um, but, you know, it he was a problem apparently we didn't see that we don't know that you don't know anything I, mean, I was just thinking about how in this earlier in the summer like i was thinking about how i need to do blog spots every day but if you think about june 28th the middle of the summer what are you going to talk about there's nothing to talk about the reason there's nothing to talk about is because nothing gets out and nothing gets out so we have no clue if javon is a tick turd as my dad would say or or what so, but apparently that is what was happening, and Gus felt it was good to get him off the team. I haven't seen really anybody other than young people that don't understand life uh, say that Gus was wrong for kicking him off the team. They trust that Gus should have kicked him off, not even knowing what he did. But now, that also, some of the same people are saying that this is a problem that Gus has. He always kicks off or always recruits troublesome skill players because if this was let's be honest if this was a db or if this was a uh um right guard nobody would care but it's it's a skill person and honestly it's somebody you know you know their name 
So you think that's a reason to panic. Uh, I'm, again, I'm not going to act like losing Javon Robinson is not going to have an impact, but I don't think it's going to be as dire as everybody wanted it to be. Dire. Get it? There's a tie-in to another person who got kicked off. Um, I mean, Carrion is, is fine. He's gained weight. He's, he's gained at least 20 pounds. He might not be the every down back, and I don't know why we think Javon is an every down back. Like he's, or he probably is, but we're acting like he's this big bruiser who can take the load. No, he was basically a shorter carry on if we want to look at weight and size and all that and stature. Uh, so I think carry on can do it. I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cameron Petway. He's huge. He might not be that fast, but he reminds me of Jerome Bettis. He also wears the same number as Jerome Bettis. Um, and he can run over people. He ran over people blocking last year. He can do it with the ball. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be end of the world because we lost the running back that we assumed was going to be the starter. And he was going to be the starter, most likely. But, you know, that, again, the because his offense, we, we look at it as Trey Mason ran for 1,800 yards in 2013. Why? Because we gave it to him 8 billion times. And that's all the offense is, is run real fast, get 2 yards. Run real fast, get 2 yards. Run real fast, oh, there's a hole, get 30 yards. That's how it works. And I don't think that takes amazing running backs to do that. And let's, that's assuming we have chopped liver back there now. And we don't. You can look at it as, oh, now we're down 3 running backs. No, 1 left to go to the NFL. That's his own thing, and honestly, I wasn't too bothered that Peyton left because I felt like it was going to allow Javon to completely step up. Then Rock Thomas left because he didn't think he was going to play because of Javon. Uh, but really, I mean, he didn't fit in this offense, apparently. When he was, he never really stepped up as the straight, straight ahead running back. He fumbled a lot. They were probably going to make him like, kind of like Corey Grant was, and he didn't want to do that, so he left. So he wasn't going to play what Javon was going to play. So don't act like we're missing that because that's not what he was. We we lost a person at another position, basically. And then Javon leaves, and no, it's not good. But again, it's not the end of the world. And if you want to look at it on the flip side, it might be better that he's not on the team because apparently he was a problem. Now, a lot of players I've heard say he was a good guy. They liked him. I liked him. I remember at Fan Day last year, really personable, like one of the only ones that will actually sit there and look at you and talk to you rather than look at your phone, look at their phone and that like, when is this thing over? Uh, really seemed to be a nice guy, but apparently he had two sides to him and was just an idiot on the other side. Wouldn't listen, wouldn't do what he was supposed to do. Obviously got in trouble at least three times, I would say. Three strikes, you're out. Um, so it's probably better that he's gone if you don't want distractions, as Gus said, if you don't want problems on the team, um, and all of that. So, that's enough. He's gone. Let's worry about who we have. So, who we do have is John Franklin III, and that has nothing to do with running back, although, as I said last night, uh, him leave, uh, what's his name, Javon Robinson leaving might mean that John Franklin's going to have to run it now more. Uh, but there's this article that came out today, and it's really just a column. I don't know. Joseph Goodman came to the tailgate last year. Nice guy. Went to UAB. He uh, wrote a column or something for AL.com today talking about how 
this new JUCO way of doing things is, is going to be the downfall of the system, and Auburn's going to be the first one to go. Basically, these guys who don't like where they are, they go to JUCO for one year and then transfer in. They're not really in the system. They're just there. They go get one year out of the way uh, rather than sitting out and go and try to pigeon pigeonhole, try to wedge themselves into a system. And Auburn's the problem. Auburn's got a huge problem because Javon Robinson was that way, which is wrong because Javon was at Auburn before that and had the grade thing. It wasn't like we had no clue who he was. And then, but now John Franklin is is coming in, and he might not be that good. And he was just a. I mean, go, I don't. I don't want you to give it the click, but you should go read it. I tweeted it earlier. Um, retweeted it. Uh, so go read it, I guess. But it's awful. I mean, I don't know. It's like this guy just blasting John Franklin III from the way he looked uh, on this on Last Chance You, the documentary on Netflix. He he took it as as what a fifty year old white man would who uh, looks at black people as just athletes on the field, and that's just brutally honest. He looks at he doesn't understand uh, how young black athletes that are football football players act. And so it just looks foreign to him and it looks like thuggery and it looks like cockiness and it looks like whatever. And that's all it is. It is the complete opposite of what Brandon Marcello wrote earlier this week, basically saying that, yeah, he probably had a little bit of a bad attitude because he's good enough to play at Florida State and good enough to play at Auburn. He shouldn't be at East Mississippi. He wasn't there and disruptive. He didn't even play. And honestly... Had no pro- I mean, he had a problem with that, but he didn't go off on the coach. He didn't quit. He didn't give up. He had his opportunity when Rhett Lashley was there, and he made the most of it and scored six touchdowns in the first half of a football game. That's what you want. You want the guy that's not going to pout and be disruptive because he's not playing, and then when he gets the chance, not do anything because he, he's so worried about being cocky and, and whatever or not ever getting to play again. He didn't fit that system. He didn't fit that lifestyle. He didn't fit the small college of misfits. And so he wasn't, he was happy at the beginning a little bit. And then he got benched basically because he fumbled one time and he didn't fit that offense. And he could have easily packed it in and been like the running back who tried to quit a hundred times or the the defensive lineman who tried to quit a hundred times. But no, he stuck it out. He got his chance and he got an offer. I don't know why. I mean, you watch these five minutes of a documentary where he actually plays or the few minutes where he's talking about girls and think he's an awful person and this is the downfall of Auburn because Auburn's going and getting these thugs from a junior college. It's ridiculous. It, it's honestly a, a... I don't know. I wouldn't call it racist, but it's just this... I don't like how these... These black guys at this this JUCO, how they're cocky and don't care. So this is the downfall of of JUCO to Division One football, and this is going to be the downfall of Auburn. I know it's clickbait, and it and they're just wanting to get people to read it and complain about it, but it's ridiculous. If John Franklin the Third read it, he would he'd he would have grounds to go punch the guy. It's ridiculous. Just I mean, you've seen him for five minutes. Five plays, I keep saying five minutes, five plays, six episodes, 
probably, I don't know, an hour of footage of him and the way he talks and acts around his friends in a school he doesn't need to be in and on the sideline and all that, and you know him, you know what he's going to be like on the football field in Auburn? No. And I'm not just talking to the guy who wrote this. I'm talking to the people who complained about it just from watching Last Chance U. Auburn fans who just think he's going to be this awful thug because you saw him act cocky. Guess what? Every single one of them act that way. One of them, yes, I mean the younger black athletes on the football field. They all, they're that way. That's just how they are. They're kids. I don't care. They're 20 years old, and you were stupid when you were 20 years old too. It's ridiculous. Let us, let Auburn practice and go play a football game and then th say what you want to say about somebody. Because he definitely could have quit and packed it in. But he stuck it out. He got his chance. He took advantage of it. And he got an offer from Auburn. If you look at the rest of the people at school, tell me which one was the better one. Not athletically, in terms of morale and stick to itiveness. Anyway, Bloggle Spot 134, 135, excuse me. Done. War Eagle.